Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Kyler. Welcome to the Teens Age Podcast, where we talk about our opinions and interests. This is episode 13, where we're going to be talking about the short story, The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe, as well as our opinions on Halloween. It's getting to be that time of year. (laughs) It's spooky time. When all I see on my page are Halloween movies just waiting to happen. Yeah, well, I can't watch Halloween movies, so this year I'm (laughs) sitting inside my house. I know, yeah. Haunted houses. Yeah, it's a shame because I really like trick-or-treating. So when I was, like, really small, I hated Halloween because um, I was way more of an introvert when I was smaller. And I didn't like going out and scary stuff was still scary. So I was like, why does anyone like this holiday? And then over time, like, I had friends and I was like, okay, this isn't so bad, right? Because trick-or-treating, you get, like, a bunch of candy with your friends. Yeah. And I get to blast music in neighborhoods that don't want it. So <laughs> it, it's, it became more fun over time. And especially as I have a more solidified friend group. But now I'm like, <laughs> but now I'm stuck inside. And the only options are to watch horror movies. So Wait, can you actually get through a horror movie? So, okay, the most horror-ish movie, and my friends tease me this about this extensively, is Coraline. Oh my goodness, that is the most so Exactly! Yeah, no, it's the most terrifying thing. I like, haven't seen the movie, but... Oh my god, really? Oh, it's well, so... okay, how do you think I would get through it? I would be most scared. If we start watching movies, you are going to see just how badly I cannot handle movies. <laughs> because, like, I mean, in general, I'm okay with movies. Like, I'm not the biggest choir at movies, although I do sob when needed. <laughs> um, but, like, horror movies, I cannot deal. Like, I will not sleep. Coraline, I have to do watch with somebody and then go to sleep next to somebody in order to not have a bunch of nightmares about my eyes being buttons and everything being scary. And like the main, the antagonist is a spider. And uh, like, a uh, bunch of, yes, no, it's a bunch of your fears mixed together. <laughs> yeah, no. Yes. No. I read the graphic scary. novel and had nightmares. I <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's a big no for me. But yeah, so if that's my level, I no, one of my friends, like after learning that I did not, I could not handle Coraline, put out on her Instagram story, like asking if anyone thought Coraline was scary. And mostly the response was no. And I felt so alone. Like, oh my gosh. I know that Coraline isn't that scary. Like, I I haven't watched it for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, that's where I draw my line. I would probably, like, crawl into a ball and just die. <laughs> <laughs> yes, escape, escape. Well, pretty much my history with Halloween is that I hated it and I thought it was scary and that everyone was insane. And then I got friends. I don't think there was a time where I ever hated Halloween. I've always kind of liked it. I thought it was fun to dress up as characters and go trick-or-treating. 
with friends. Always been a fun time. And then I got introduced to haunt acting because my really good friend is very creepy and loves to haunt act and dragged me along. And then I figured out that it is a lot of fun. So I kind of got into it. And yeah, so that's what I spend my Halloweens doing is I spend my Halloweens scaring my friends. Yep. I'll go through the ringer uh, when it reopens. Yes. I love when I can specialize what I'm acting as to scare certain people. So like one of one of my favorite stories from one thing that like when I was scaring people is I was in a set. And I'm not going to go into the set because it's kind of creepy and gory. But um, there were some swimmers who walked through and one of them was an old swimmer from my team. Didn't recognize me because I had makeup on to make me look about 40 years older than I am. <laughs> um, and so they came in and said, commented on a dress in my, like there was a dress in my set. They were like, oh, where'd you get that dress from Target? And I said, no, it, I got it from the last swimmers who came through. And they were like, how did you know? And they just screamed and ran out. <laughs> and to this day, I have been waiting to go to a swim meet and go, oh, yeah, I love that dress. <laughs> like, go up to them and just be like, start a conversation about it and see them freak out again. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right before a race, too. Just really. <laughs> freak them out. Yeah. No, I wouldn't Air do it before a race, but. <laughs> That was one of my favorite things about acting in a haunted house. It's a lot of fun. You don't like being scared, but you scare other people. Uh, I'm the... I am a scaredy cat. I will not handle anything scary well, but I am perfectly fine acting in a haunted house. My parents tease me about it endlessly. <laughs> it is a little bit contradictory. Um, Just a little. Yeah, but... We work with it. Yeah, I'm sure. Though I can, like, I don't know if I can walk through another haunted house, but I've walked through the one I act in. Right, yeah, because you kind of know which but, one. Yeah, but I know where all the jump scares are. Right. And I could, like, <laughs> shove my friends in the way. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and when the chainsaw jumps out, I can be the first one, so the chainsaw chases them and not me. <laughs> it's really the good strategy here. Yes. Run, run for your life. Yeah. So. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Do you have any plans for Halloween this year? I mean, I know we're stuck. Yeah, we are a little stuck, aren't we? Um. Well, I'm definitely not gonna watch a horror movie unless, like, for some miracle, I get to, I get to have a sleepover with people and I get hugs. Probably not gonna watch a horror movie. So most likely, I'm going to sit around, uh, maybe watch, like, I don't know. I'm thinking, like, probably, shoot, what's the name of the the Rocky Horror Picture Show? <laughs> uh, that isn't me? actually scary. <laughs> you, yes, no, you're a film geek, clearly. Um, clearly. I could probably count the number of... Ha- <laughs> Actually, I can't. I was going to say. I've watched a lot of animated movies, but... That's fair. Animated movies are good. Uh, but the Rocky Horror Picture Show is kind of like a comedy show that is just, like, low-key scary. Uh, so maybe I'll watch that. Or, like, other... I'm sure my mother will come up with, like, a funny thing. Like, uh, Beetlejuice, the movie, is really funny and not super scary. 
uh, but has Halloween vibes. Uh, or shoot, The Nightmare Before Christmas. That debate runs highly. I don't know if you know of it too much, but you can kind of get from that. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Sorry. It's kind of a combo Halloween and Christmas movie, and people fight over which holiday it is from or for. Very Watching nice. Yeah. I, of course, have watched none of these, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> So I might Shocking. watch a movie and eat chocolate, like, on my bed and, you know, be boring. Uh, but if we do get the chance, I would love to, like, sit in my friend's backyard with other friends, play loud music, and have candy there, you know. But otherwise, that's pretty much <laughs> oh, my Oh, yeah, plans. you can't. You don't have a big enough backyard. Well, you don't have a backyard, do you? I don't. Yeah, I don't have a backyard. So therefore, you can't do it. I know. I have to. I have to bug my friends and be like, "Hey, can I borrow your backyard? <laughs> <laughs> can I just borrow your backyard? And can you host a party in your backyard?" Technically, they don't have to be there, but it does seem mean to be like, "Hey, I'm going to use your backyard for my own party." Yeah, that would be a little weird. It's true. Yeah. What about your plans? Um, not, I don't know. I don't have any super big plans. Um, definitely decorating my house in the most dramatic way possible. Um, still working on that. I'm trying to make the windows look all cracked. Then we're going to like drape with caution tape all around the house on the outside. Trying to figure out how to make glowing eyes in the window. And then... <laughs> My mom has these ancient Halloween or Christmas decorations, which are these creepy, oh. creepy dolls. <laughs> and she doesn't want to get rid of them because, you know, they're it was like passed down to the family. Gotcha. So we're going to use them as Halloween decorations <laughs> and I might try and make them look like they're trying to escape their boxes. That's great. They're creepy. I'm glowing eyes. Yeah, um, it's quite a setup. Yeah. I almost never decorate my house for Halloween. I don't know why. We don't usually go. We like have a few decorations because we have some kids who get walk through the neighborhood. But I can't decorate rooms for a haunted house. <laughs> so you know, best thing sure. to do is the house. Planning to go all out. Definitely gonna maybe carve pumpkins this year. Um, come up with Halloween treats to make. If it's nice, there's been talk about doing a bonfire in the backyard Ooh, and maybe cool. inviting people over. Well, well I would see. love to be there. You know me. <laughs> well, yeah, I would probably invite you over, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. It might not see. be nice. Yeah. Depending you- on the fog and the, sorry, the smoke and the covid and the people in america we will see <laughs> just with everything that's been going on recently yeah. i feel like we've been in some like dystopian novel i know i've been like, actually reading a book where they're in this world that's really advanced with technology but the sky is and there's so many pollutants in the air uh, and there's a plague breaking free due to like oh. the government <laughs> I'm just like uh. They're predicting the war. <laughs> well, it's just like reading World War Z was so surreal because I was like, this is exactly what's happening right now, but with less zombies. And <laughs> um, if you haven't read that, I don't know if I would advise you to read that, but um, it's it was an interesting book. book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in a format that I haven't read anything else in, but and basically... Like- 
like, I just feel like it seems like we're going through, like, all the plagues. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> like, we got the fog, we got the fires, we've got the, we've got the sickness, we've got um, a whole bunch of things going on, and way too many. And it's like, I don't know, what number was the plagues? Like, nine or seven or something? I feel like we have all of them. One per month, right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just too much going on but yeah if if you want to write an apocalyptic novel you know what it feels like now so you got it definitely speaking of apocalyptic novel or short story that is not completely apocalyptic but (laughs) horror is uh, (laughs) do we want to talk about uh, Telltale Heart sure let's get into it where should we start with it? I mean, what did you think overall? Well, okay, so I read this for the first time a while ago. Um, I don't know why. I think it was for some literature class or other, and it was... Man, boy did I have a time with that. Um, <laughs> because it's like... I don't know how quite to describe how I felt reading it. It isn't like the person is a monster or something like that I can have nightmares about, right? So it doesn't feel like much of a horror story except for, you know, the entire time he's talking about having killed somebody. Just a little. Well, and it's weird to have the narrator be like the person who killed someone and then the entire time is just him being like, somebody can tell that I killed this guy, right? Yeah, just that guilt. Yeah. It's very Macbeth, which... Macbeth isn't something I usually deal with, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's... I don't know, it's weird, because, like, I don't... The other thing is, like, Edgar Allan Poe, an interesting dude. Like, (laughs) I don't know how he could hold all of this in his head and write all of it and be like, yes, I can write from the perspective of a murderer. Without having murdered someone. Like, and in multiple ways. Like, this guy, this is only one of his works, and it's about him tearing out this guy's heart and putting it in, like, underneath the floorboards. Oh, no. Well, no, it's not about him tearing out his heart. It's just that he can hear it because he's going mad. And then the other one is, the other one I read recently was um, about, oh, yeah. uh, It's the one where he plasters him into a wall wait Uh, what (laughs) I have not read this one uh I will oh yeah the cask of um 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 yeah um 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 yeah uh here I'll send it to you okay it's um (laughs) my mother for some reason knows this uh, and is a big fan of Poe, which might have been why I read this originally, but I don't know. It's he basically he traps him in a wall. I uh, okay. He he is chatting with this guy and he gets him super drunk and then he takes him down into a cellar to get like more wine presumptuously, but he's been scorned by this guy in some way. And for some reason he shackles him to the floor and then starts 
building a wall around him. That is weird. Yeah, and then traps him there. And apparently at the end, they say, like, he's still there. (laughs) (laughs) He's still there to this day. Yeah. Because, of course, you always have to end a horror story with, like, and he's still there. So you should be scared. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The casual creepy horror stories. Exactly, exactly. It's just not as scary to me for some reason, the murderer stories. I don't know why, but, like, (laughs) When I when I it's read okay. from the perspective of the murderer, I feel less creeped out for some reason. Like I'm just like, well, the murder's already happened and he's going to jail, at least in like um Tell to Heart, right? Because he confesses it in front yeah. of like actual people <laughs> who will do him damage on this. So yeah. I'm just like Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird weird story. Yeah. No, Edgar Edgar Ombo, certainly an interesting child. Because he would have been... So the other thing about this is that he would have been fine. Like, he would have been fine if he had not confessed himself. Like, the officers yeah. were just going to leave when there was a murder happening. Like, they were just going to go. And he was like, ah, I'm insane. <laughs> I committed the murder! Yeah. Well, but it also informs, like, anyone willing to murder is probably, like, not stable enough to have it to themselves, I guess. Which is comforting, question mark? I don't know. I'm trying to make this make sense as to why I'm not creeped out by this. And I am creeped out by, like, fracking Coraline. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Coraline, it's creepy. (laughs) Just I know. A fact. Why is it creepy compared to this, right? Like, and why I, I, I watch things like uh, Doctor Who, Sherlock. Sherlock is a murder mystery, as most people know, I think. Uh, and uh, Doctor Who has a lot of like creepy moments. Like uh, any Doctor Who fan will know, "Are you my mummy?" and like the Weeping Angels and stuff. And they're creepy as all hell and not realistic. And this is really realistic, and I am not creeped out. So I'm just, like, confused, because it seems like the things that are more realistic should be more creepy, right? Like, things that will never happen in my life, like weeping angels. But at the which same are, time. Like, they're just statues, and then they, like, move when you blink, right? And that's not, that's not going to happen. But murderer guy probably is going to happen at some point, somewhere, you know? Yeah, but is it because we're desensitized to, like actual people murdering other people as we hear about it all the time we play video games where we commit the murders or other people commit the murders so is it because we're desensitized to it that only the unrealistic fantasy versions of horror are actually creepy to us because they're all powerful we would have be able to do nothing in that situation it's, I it's get too early for this conversation. Um, <laughs> because I'm the same way. Because paranormal, like ghosts and like just paranormal, that kind of genre type uh-huh. thing, creeps me out. Right. But like other things don't creep me out as much. Yeah. I don't know. Are other people creeped out by this? Let us know. Like email us yeah. or something. Let us know what you're creeped out by. Because I want to like. 
It's weird because also, like, your fears of, like, spiders and needles, like, those aren't realistically going to hurt you too bad, right? Like, spiders can only bite you and give you a little bump, right? And needles generally... On the spider, but yeah. <laughs> like the spiders it. you'll probably encounter in your life, right? We hope. <laughs> you're a scuba diver. You're not going to encounter spiders too much. I know. That's why I scuba <laughs> Escape the spiders. No um, spiders! Just well, and, like, needles generally aren't that bad. Because they tend to give you important medicines and things. And they tend or, to not, like... It's not like you're going to get poisoned anytime soon. Yeah. Or so, they like blood out of you and then you die of blood loss it's why they're called like irrational fears and i'm just like why am i only scared of things that are irrational because like i am scared of things that might happen like i'm scared of stuff with covid and you know relatives and things going outside right now but i'm that's not the stuff that they put in horror movies as much and I don't necessarily watch the realistic horror movies either. I don't know. Yeah, but would they be easier to watch than the unrealistic ones for some reason? I don't know. Because, like, a lot of people are watching, when COVID started, a lot of people were watching um, pandemic movies, right? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, there was an Ebola movie and, like, Breakout or something. And a lot of people started watching those. And I was like, why in the world... Would you want to build on your fears right now? Like, that doesn't seem healthy. But I don't know. Maybe it's I, a cult. I heard it from the argument of, is you can see that there's always worse, or that you can see that other people got through it. Sure. Those were the two arguments I've heard for reading stuff about other plagues, pandemics, stuff like that. But I personally have avoided them at all costs, because I'm just like, I have to deal with one in real life. I'm not dealing with one outside of real life. Well, you're also, you're reading a plague book right now, though, you said, right? When There's the... a plague, but it's not, like, in the, the main forefront part of, the book. of the book. Right. Yeah, okay. currently. If it gets to that point, I'll probably put it down. Right. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. And I'm also finding, like, I'm doing D&D right now, and I'm finding it so much easier to deal with, like, imaginary horror for some reason. I don't because I'm not like I tend to not be good with imaginary horror but like I guess when it's not physically there and I get to goof around with the people that I'm talking to and like there's no clear antagonist so I'm not as creeped out I suppose I don't know I don't know it also might be that Edgar Allan Poe is really good at writing like I don't know I was going to say, like, he's really good at writing, like, maybe there was a good reason for this murder, but he's not. Like, there's, they they're, they never specify, like, anything about the slander done against the main character. They're just like, yeah, so he was slandered, so he murdered him, <laughs> as you do. Was, yeah. I don't, know. I don't know, what did you think of it? I thought it was a very interesting story. It proposed a lot of interesting questions. Um, well, like, is he, like, I've heard the question of, is he actually mad Mm. he proposed? Um, like, what's the alternative? Is, like, his heart is still beating? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I've heard the question of, is he actually mad? 
And I was like trying to figure out what the alternative argument is here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is there one? Um, but no, overall, I thought it was interesting. It definitely creeped me out less than I thought, which was kind of like you said, a little weird because yeah. you would think that it would be really, really creepy due to the fact that, you know, it's a murder. Yet I wasn't that creeped out by it. Mm. This is some thesis level stuff, guys. If you are looking for a topic and you like the spookies, um, this might be something you're looking into. Is like realistic horror versus kind of supernatural horror. Because I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like if I... I feel like I definitely can't read any Stephen King novels, right? Yeah. So, like, why can I read this and be fine? Yeah, I seriously don't know. <laughs> Weird. I wonder if there's, like, a psychology thing with it. We should look it up. But Yeah, we definitely should. Because yeah. I was thinking about other books I've read. And in one of the books I've read, there were, like, some really descriptive deaths of characters. And I was just, like, right on and <laughs> moving back. And I was, like, <laughs> completely fine with it. Yeah, if you just look at the books that you read, it's like there's a lot of actual people dying. But like the one the books that creep me out the most have like some paranormal element to it. Like Right. And and they don't always have people die. Like yeah. the Argue My Mummy episode in Doctor Who, spoilers, nobody dies. It's like the most calm episode of all of them. Nobody dies. And it's like how does that happen? <laughs> Yeah, well, I was thinking of, like, a book that recently kind of freaked me out a little, and it was, like, Raven Boys, which is one of the most popular YA books ever. Mm. And it's not even, like, it's on the younger spectrum of YA, but it freaked me out because there was so much paranormal stuff going. Like, it dealt with, like, ley lines and Mm. talking to, like, spirits and creepy things like that, people being undead. And, like, it freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> and yet, that would never actually happen. But, like, you know, yeah. murders in Telltale Hearts were, like, meh. You know. Well, and, like, I feel like World War Z is kind of the cross between the paranormal and the realistic kind of horror. And it's not built to be a horror story, but it kind of has elements of it that are, like, kind of terrifying. And... It's interesting because it's trying to cross human experience with something that humans haven't experienced as like, this is how this would happen. And it's weird because, again, I wasn't creeped out by it, but I was creeped out by the parts where they talked about zombies and like where they frame zombies as this kind of real thing and, you know, scared of what it did to people. But I was like, this is not realistically happening. Yeah, it was a really weird problem we should like research it and then talk about yeah, it again definitely in the psychology episode <laughs> yes yes we haven't really talked a lot about this story we talked about our general <laughs> opinions on it and then That's our true. opinions on fantasy versus paranormal but i don't know what else we could talk about about the story yeah no it is a short story um literally <laughs> uh but it's i don't know it doesn't seem, I don't know. It's just just creepy enough <laughs> to keep you up at night a little bit. But <laughs> it, yeah, 
It's interesting to think about because the motive there is a little interesting. The motive doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but uh, what was the motive again? It's the eye. He has an eye. Oh yes. Freaks it, about. I made up my mind to take the life of the old man, and thus I rid myself of the eye forever. Yes. Yeah. Which I mean, the description of the eye might have been the creepiest part of it for me, but yeah. You know. <laughs> I still don't think just because something is creepy doesn't mean you get to take the life away from the owner of it. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a little it's a weird motive. But, I mean, I guess if you're not sane, you don't have the right motives. Yeah. Or you don't. I guess you're what is culturally accepted and what you would like to do. Your cultural, like... The part of you saying this is not culturally accepted, I guess, just isn't there. So, just does what he wants, maybe? Yeah. Huh. Just yeah. Balancing. He gives the weirdest reasons. Like, um, the something of Amadio. Uh, frack, what's the word again? Cask? <laughs> yeah. yeah yes, the cask of Amadio. Um, it, it was, like, they never actually give the reason for him being like wanting to kill him he's just like you've slighted me now i kill you and yeah. i leave you at the bottom of the cellar for no reason because i'm um uh a mason and i can build a wall around you and chain you up here until you die also like the weirdest way to kill someone bro like <laughs> yeah it's weird ways to kill people didn't he shove him under a bed <laughs> Wait, yeah this, yeah Wait, no, he shoves him underneath, like, the floorboards, isn't he? Uh, I thought it was the beds and the floorboards. Yeah. In an instant, I dragged him onto the floor and pulled his the heavy body, heavy bed over him. Oh, yeah. And then he puts him in the floorboards. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, maybe don't keep the body in your house? Like, I don't it's know, bro. Smell. Yeah, no. That's, that's that was like the smell. first thing I thought. That's just gonna smell and then you're gonna get caught. Don't do it. Don't hide bodies under the floorboards. <laughs> <laughs> or at least take some precaution to make sure it doesn't smell. Yes. No, this is this is true. Spray like put some baby powder on him. <laughs> yeah, or freeze. Like, make it, like, a cooler there, so you can't... Okay, this is just getting creepy. We're this is getting creepy. This is... Uh, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm just, like... It's... The Dumb Ways to Die song is playing in my head. Have you listened to that? I've heard of it. It was pop culture for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Yes. <laughs> there was a whole game on it. I love that game. I also hated it, though. It was really frustrating. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of, like stupid reasons to kill people it was like he was just like i wonder what it would feel like to kill someone and then did like a million different versions of the main character killing somebody (sighs) yeah seriously yeah no this is how i know i will never become a horror writer because i cannot mm, no yeah i can't either but i can't write either so you know (laughs) (laughs) no just like getting in the mindset in and of itself of like somebody who murdered someone like it seems and especially for something like i have an eye like (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> it is the creepiest thing. I don't know how you'd do it. Yeah. Hey folks, you're nearing the end of the podcast. Tune in next week to find out what we're going to be reading next month. You can contact us via email at theteensagepodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at teens underscore aged. Thanks for listening in. This has been the Teens Age Podcast with Alex and Kyler.